I greet you all in that matchless and wonderful name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I trust that you are well and that you're keeping safe. I want to take a few minutes of your time. Just bear with me as I share just a few thoughts from the Word of God from my heart and maybe something we can be able to reason together. You know, we are in a very, very interesting season the world over where our lives definitely have been interrupted. Our plans have been interrupted. Everything just seems to be up in the air. Uh, there's so much uncertainty in the air. We don't know how long this situation will prevail. But in the midst of it all, you know, it's amazing that God is never silent. In the midst of it all, there's always a lesson to learn. In the midst of it all, there's a lot of things that we can actually pick up along the way. And I want to believe that wherever you are, wherever you've, wherever you've been or whatever you've been doing, that you've been taking time to reassess a few things and uh, maybe uh, just time also alone just to reflect about your own life. One of the things that I have been reflecting on lately is our addiction to busyness. Not business, busyness. Busyness, I would spell it this way, B-U-S-I hyphen N-E-S-S. You know, in our culture and in our time, we wear busyness like a badge of honor. You know, you meet people, uh, you interact with people, and a lot of times, you know, you hear this phrase, and probably you've used it from time to time, oh, I'm busy, I was busy here, I was busy there, my schedule is so busy, I don't have time to do this, I don't have time to do that. And uh, we wear it as a badge of honor. We actually feel a sense of self-worth, you know, as it were, when I'm busy doing something. So our lives are full of activity. And may I suggest sometimes activity for the sake of activity sometimes. And, uh, and I, I don't know, just think about your own life. You know, right now in this season when we have been forced to kind of slow down whether we like it or not, uh, one of the things I noted is that there are so many things that I'm not able to do or we are not able to do. And yet we are still here. We are still moving on. Life is still moving on. Now, I know you can argue and uh, say that, you know, we are busy trying to make a living. We are busy trying to put food on the table. And that, that of course, is granted. But I'm not just talking about the normal, ordinary fight for food and, uh, you know, just trying to put food on the table and trying to meet our basic needs. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about something more than that. I'm talking about our lives just being ruled by one thing after the other, after the other, we never know when to stop. You know, when you think about the Word of God, one of the commandments that God gave to His children on that mountain, Mount Sinai, through Moses, one of the ten, one of the ten, they were commanded, God's people were actually commanded to keep the Sabbath day. Sabbath literally was a day of rest. Now, Bible historians will tell you up until that particular time when God is setting these people apart for himself that they did not know the concept of rest was not something that was familiar to them. People just kept going and kept going. You kept working, just kept doing things. But then God, can you imagine as one of the distinguishing marks that you are your God's people, this was going to be a nation that belongs to God, that they will bear the marks of a nation set apart for God. They were actually commanded that every one, once, one, one day in a week, the Sabbath day, they were actually 
to keep it holy. They were supposed to observe it, stop from working. Now, of course, we know historically uh, from the Bible that the people kind of did not really understand what the Sabbath was all about and they began abusing it. If up, way up to into the New Testament when they would almost worship the Sabbath. That's not what God had intended. God's intention was that, was that whereas, yes, we work, whereas we put in our efforts trying to do the things that we need to do, it is important to live a life of rest. We know that in the New Testament with the coming of Jesus, Jesus is our Sabbath. And the Sabbath is actually fulfilled in the Lord Jesus Christ. But the principle of rest should never be lost to us. Now, the book of Ecclesiastes written by, as they say, the wisest man who ever lived, King Solomon. You know, he wrote this book, Ecclesiastes. There was one guy who was also busy was King Solomon. King Solomon was a busy man. I mean, uh, building the temple, uh, accumulating wealth. I mean, the man accumulated so much wealth. He accumulated wives and children. And in other words, the man just accumulated things and things. And eventually, as he's coming to the end of his life, he says all these things are actually meaningless. So he writes this wonderful book, Ecclesiastes. And at the end of that book, in Ecclesiastes chapter 12, he actually says that all, now all has been heard. Here's a conclusion of the matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. He says, having gone through life and lived life to its fullness, he's a guy, you can say he lived life, he took life with a big spoon. He says, here's a conclusion of the whole matter. All the, this has been meaningless. He says, this is our whole duty. He says just to fear God and to actually just to keep his commandments. What am I saying? The friends, I believe that in this season, God is trying to also reset our lives. I think we have been so busy. Uh, we have been running all over Helter Skelter, all over the place, doing so many things. Whether you're talking about, about the church, whether you're talking about socially, in so many ways. And a lot of times our busyness has been... Uh, at the expense of paying attention and investing in things that truly matter, the things that make a difference. Our relationships, many times, vital relationships have suffered because we are too busy. We have no time to invest in relationships. Of course, you know, I hope you know that the, the, the currency of a good relationship is quality time. You cannot have a good relationship with somebody unless and until you give them your time but then also many times we've been so busy running all over the place much to the detriment of our own health lifestyle diseases people today in our time are dying more and more out of lifestyle related diseases because we are so busy it's not rare anymore to just hear a 30 year old getting a heart attack because we are so busy. We don't take time to exercise. We don't take time to slow down. We don't take time to meditate. Of course, busyness also gets in the way of our own spiritual well-being because people have no time to even pray. You have no time to slow down. You have no time for solitude. How I ask and how I pray, my friend, that in this time, do not be addicted. And I pray that God will break from you, break from you, break from all of us, that addiction to busyness. We are addicted to activity. It is my prayer, it is my trust 
that for all of us, if there's one thing that should come out of these seasons, something good should be the fact that God will have delivered us from these destructive lifestyles that we have adopted and we, which we have actually labeled to be okay, to labeled to be the, the normal, that God will help us to be a people who live a balanced life, to learn to rest, to learn to have times of solitude with Him, to learn to spend time with our loved ones, our families, our friends, and to live lives that glorify Him. It is possible. Thank you for listening, and I hope that you have been challenged, and may the Lord bless you as you take some of these things into heart and meditate upon them. May the Lord cause His face to shine upon you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord watch over you. In Jesus' name, amen.